0: Hey, this is Annie and Samantha, and welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. So today we're going to be going over some updates, and because we're doing that, we wanted to put the date on this one, which is April first, twenty twenty-one, as we record this. Which brings me to my question: Have you gotten? Have you been fooled? any pranks today, Samantha? I haven't. But uh, as you know, I don't go
1: anywhere. So, and I don't <laughs> see people. So, no.
0: Yourself? Well, no. A lot of people did contact me about the Mark Hamill uh, Mandalorian spinoff show. But the reason I knew that one wasn't a prank was because I'm like, that would have been bigger news than well, this. <laughs> I would have been told about that that. it was a, Oh, okay. So it was a <laughs> prank?
1: I, I saw it and I just bypassed it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, I I mean, it would have been much bigger <laughs> news, Oh, okay. I, I literally was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I believe it. I didn't believe that it didn't make a bigger splash. That's what yeah. got set off my alarm bells. Gotcha. And I do, I have like calendars I update at the first of every month. And I usually remember the first of every month because that's when I pay rent. So I right. did know the date. And so I was yes. kind of like, hmm. <laughs>
1: Maybe I'm just cynical. Maybe I'm just tired. But I'm like, y'all, this year's been too much. Don't do it. Just
0: don't. <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, these are all just like news headlines I'm getting, right. from, and I'm like, oh.
1: <laughs> I think it's gotten to the point that I just no longer am surprised. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's <laughs> awful. That sounds about right. Like that's how it seems to me.
0: Yeah, you just roll with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I believe pretty much anything now. <laughs> <laughs> Um so we are, we did want to put a trigger warning on this one. We are going to talk about some updates in the world of like Me Too. So there's going to be some discussion around sexual assault and violence. Um, not much. We're not going to go in depth or anything, but put that on there. And I think that section would be pretty easy to avoid too, if you don't want to listen to it. Right. But we're going to start with entertainment and the Grammys. Yes. Yes, because there were some records set at the 63rd Grammys held in 2021, starting with Beyonce. Beyonce set a new record with her 28th Grammy win, making her the most awarded woman in Grammys history. When she accepted the award, which was for Best R&B Performance, she said, As an artist, I believe it's my job to reflect the times, and it's been such a difficult time. So I wanted to uplift, encourage, celebrate all of the beautiful Black queens and kings that continue to inspire me and inspire the world. She also broke another record with 79 nominations, making her the most nominated female artist. She became the only other female artist to win six Grammys in one night alongside Adele, and she's won Grammys for seven consecutive albums. Only three other artist art groups have done the same thing. Yeah, Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift set a record too when she became the first woman artist to win Album of the Year three times when she won for Folklore. Previous wins were for 1989 and Fearless. This puts her in league with only three other artists to accomplish the same thing. Frank Sinatra, Stevie Wonder, and Paul Simon. And there was a super sweet post from Taylor Swift about how Beyonce sent her flowers to congratulate her on her win with a very kind note. And it warmed my, my little heart. You know, I stand
1: women, you know, supporting women. So, yes. absolutely. And, of course, we want to talk about Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion became the first woman to win the award for Best Rap Song for Savage Remix, a song that features a verse by Beyonce, which is where that meme of her surprise face when she realized the she was setting some records that comes yeah. from that moment. And then Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B, yes, made quite a lot of headlines and a lot of conservative people. Yeah. Very angry for their steamy performance of WAP. And yeah, like I said, a lot of the conservatives were very angry and upset yeah. and talking about how, how dare you show this on public TV? And of course, the FCC complaints, but it was a hell of a performance. Go it ahead. was.
0: It was. I think I, I like
1: <laughs> waved my hand at my face. Like, I mean, again, some of the great meme moments, especially with one of the dancing parts in which. Megan the Stallion, like, flips over Cardi B. Her face, oh, yeah. it became a meme, and I loved it.
0: Love mm-hmm. the memes. <laughs> Love the memes. And then uh, we did want to talk about some questionable slash bad advertising choices of late, because March is Women's History Month, which does mean that it is a month rife with poor marketing choices trying to capitalize on <laughs> Women's History Month. Uh, one of the most unfortunate was a tweet out of Burger King UK that, quote, women belong in the kitchen. They continued in a thread if they want to, of course, yet only 20% of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. They were obviously trying to flip a stereotype, but the way they did it was poorly executed to stay the least. Many called them out for using sexist tropes and sexism as clickbait. The backlash was so strong that they deleted the tweet the same day and issued an apology. Quote, we got our initial tweet wrong and we're sorry. Our aim was to draw attention to the fact that only 20% of professional chefs in the UK kitchens are women and to help changed that by awarding culinary scholarships. They also said, quote, it was brought to our attention that there were abusive comments in the thread and we don't want to leave the space open for that. Right. Yeah.
1: Of course, they're not the only ones. There's a lot of companies that went
0: down a wrong lane. (laughs) Yeah, that's one way of putting it. Yes. Yes, there were. So another one that caught my eye is not really bad. It just made me kind of scratch my head. But the her, she's chocolate bars for the she is in all caps. This was also for International Women's Day. Hershey's released limited edition candy bars where the label, yes, it reads Hershey's to quote, honor all the women and girls out there. They were handed out to the first 1,000 visitors at the Hershey's Chocolate World locations in New York City, Las Vegas, and Hershey, Pennsylvania. Interesting. I guess. Huh.
1: Huh. I have nothing else to say to that. We did want to talk about one more thing, which is not necessarily about uh, International Wednesday. And I didn't think it was bad, but there's been a lot of conversation about Krispy Kreme who offered for people who have been vaccinated to bring in their card and they could get a free donut for the rest of the year, one donut. And this has become a huge debate about whether or not it's promoting uh, obesity in some way of some sorts. I don't understand that because in my mind, you can choose not to get donuts. That's fine. Also, enjoy right. a donut.
0: Yeah. Oh, What's yeah. wrong with
1: that? And so they they actually made a statement. And of course, of course uh, there's still a little conversation about it. But honestly, I got my card. So I'm about to go get me a donut.
0: So is it one donut the entire year or a donut anytime you go in for the rest of the year?
1: You get a free donut every day as long as you show your vaccination card. Uh, until the end of 2021. And it has, again, sparked a debate about, oh, you're giving people diabetes, essentially. Right. And then also to like, why are you fat shaming people? If that's an incentive, it's fine. And I doubt at any point, someone's going to go every single day. I, I don't know <laughs> who has that tenacity. Maybe there is, and if there is, be careful. But at the same time, why is that any of your business?
0: <laughs> I guess that does make sense that but- because it's not like they're going to put a Krispy Kreme stamp on your vaccination card, right? Like you've really got one. For you to watch. No more for you. No more. Oh, all right. Kind of related. We wanted to talk about cancel culture because that has become just this huge part of conservative culture war here in the US and elsewhere. Which is, it's really a distraction from actual issues and something that is being weaponized. And we're not going to spend too much time on these because, frankly, they've really been blown out of proportion. But all right, let's start with the gender-neutral potato head. (laughs) Who knew I'd be talking about this into a microphone one day? <laughs> so, back in February of 2021, Hasbro announced that in the interest of inclusivity, it would drop the Mr. from their Potato Head toys. And that starting in the fall, they would introduce new toys and playsets that didn't come with the Mr. or Mrs. designations, allowing for children to create families with two moms, for example. But then, confusingly, Hasbro announced that Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head weren't going anywhere and that perhaps the Mr. and Mrs. designations just wouldn't be so prominent on the labeling. The company, after a huge response on Twitter, tweeted, while it was announced today that the Potato Head brand name and logo are dropping the Mr. I am proud to confirm that Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head aren't going anywhere and will remain Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. So the LGBTQI plus
1: organizations released statements in support of the move for more inclusive toys. Glad's chief communications officer Richard Ferrero said, "Quote: Hasbro is helping kids to simply see toys as toys, which encourages them to be their authentic selves outside of pressure of traditional gender
0: norms." And of course, right wing media freaked out, uh, saying this was destroying America. <laughs> <Toys>. um, and- <laughs> And even some more usually straight white guy liberals were like, this is how Trump gets reelected. I remember Matt Gaetz saying something like, they came for Mr. Potato Head, they're coming for you next. And I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. (laughs) (laughs) It's a potato. And I keep trying to think of like, if you don't have, you know, the very clear gender indicators, like, don't they look the same anyway? Right. But And it used to actually be a potato. When right. they first launched in 1952 as a potato, and you put the eyes in it. <laughs> End of story. Just to go ahead and put that out there,
1: there's no gender to potatoes. I don't no. know if that needs to be stated, but I feel <laughs> like some people maybe needed to know that. <laughs> there is no gender to potatoes. Just to put that out there. Have a good day, no. y'all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and speaking of Pepe Le Pew, another news item that, yeah, made a splash way bigger than necessary when it was announced that Looney Tunes' French skunk character, Pepe Le Pew, would not appear in the new Space Jam movie, which I feel like the bigger story is that we've got a new Space Jam movie coming out, but whatever. (laughs) This was after, but apparently not necessarily because of the New York Times columnist Charles M. Blow claimed that the character, quote, added to rape culture... Right-wing blogs are mad because I said Pepe Le Pew added to rape culture. Let's see. One, he grabs slash kisses a girl stranger repeatedly without consent and against her will. Two, she struggles mightily to get away from him, but he won't release her. Three, he locks a door to prevent her from escaping. Dave Chappelle once featured similar observations in his act, and I think it's been said a lot of times when you're like, wow, this doesn't look good. I don't know, Mm -hmm. maybe that was just me. In response, a scene for the upcoming Space Jam movie featuring Jane the Virgin actress was cut.
0: Yeah, and from a Deadline article, here's what that scene entailed. Quote, Pepe was set to appear in a black and white Casablanca like Rick's Cafe sequence. Pepe, playing a bartender, starts hitting on a woman at the bar played by Santo. He begins kissing her arm, which she pulls back, then slamming Pepe into the chair next to hers. She then pours her drink on Pepe and slaps him hard, sending him spinning in a stool, which is then stopped by LeBron James's hand. James and Bugs Bunny are looking for Lola, and Pepe knows her whereabouts. Pepe then tells the guys that Penelope Cat has filed a restraining order against him. James makes a remark in the script that Pepe can't grab other tunes without their consent that's gotta be one of the weirdest things I've ever read on this show. Yeah. (laughs) The context alone
1: makes me think, who thought this was a fun idea for a child's (laughs) cartoon?
0: I will say the actor, uh, Santo, uh, who her part was cut, has been vocal about her past experience of sexual assault, even recording a song about it. And she is part of a nonprofit around these issues. And she was excited to be the one to slap the sexual harasser (laughs) cartoon. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember as a kid, I he just annoyed me. Pepe the few annoyed me. I'm like, leave her alone, man. <laughs> right. Right. And then briefly, we wanted to talk about Dr. Seuss. So Dr. Seuss Enterprises announced recently that it would suspend publishing of six lesser-known Dr. Seuss books due to racist imagery and language. And yes, this inspired so much conservative freaking out and talk of like communism and the like, uh, even though this was a corporation making this decision. Um, And this doesn't mean the books are unavailable or even that they're going to be removed from libraries. It's just that no new copies are going to be published. So, I also like that everybody
1: who went out to buy books to stop this cancel culture were buying the wrong books. Yeah. (laughs) And didn't know what books they were talking about, essentially. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I've never heard of these books ever. Yep. Yeah, and talking about cancel culture. And just in general... Part of the big conversation as of late has been the treatment of female pop stars in the past decade, two decades, 50 years from the (laughs) beginning, I guess. And even so, with that, how late night hosts have been called out for a lot of their sexist and racist jokes in the past. And one of the big people who has been caught up in this is... Jay Leno, who's been recently called out about his jokes about Monica Lewinsky, been called out about his jokes on Britney Spears and so many others. But another type of controversy that he's been highlighted for was his racist comments. Oh, when he would make jokes at the expense of the Asian American community, essentially. And he has come out and talked about these things. And he said recently, At the time I did those jokes, I genuinely thought them to be harmless. I was making fun of our enemy, North Korea, and like most jokes there was a ring of truth to them. At the time, there was a prevailing attitude that some groups is always complaining about something, so don't worry about it. When we received a complaint, there'd be two sides to the discussion, either a quote, we'd need to deal with this or screw them if they can't take a joke. And too many times I sided with the latter, even when in my heart I knew it was wrong. And he said, I'm issuing this apology. I do not consider this particular case to be another example of cancel culture, but a legitimate wrong that was done in my part. So it was interesting to see that he actually acknowledged some of it. Of course. It came after the tragedies as of this year against the AAPI community. So it's interesting to see his take on that. But is it kind of one of those things like is this too little too late? You helped develop this culture as an icon of the nineties. And this is part of the problem that we're having now is people are so ready to defend him, even though mm-hmm. he even acknowledges this is not about cancel culture. This isn't about what I did wrong.
0: Right. And we've done an episode on cancel culture that you can check out if you haven't already, but we should probably update it just because it's been such a topic of conversation lately. But that is not today. We are not doing that today. (laughs) We do have some more for you. But first, we want to pause for a quick break for a word from our sponsor. back. Thank you, sponsor. And this is the section where we're going to be talking about some Me Too updates. So just heads up. Right. So uh, with the hashtag
1: Me Too, of course, not surprisingly, there's going to be more and more cases. And hopefully there'll be more and more people held accountable for their actions including Army Hammer. Hammer has had rumors swirling around him for years now of his treatment of women, including issues within his last marriage. But it wasn't until recently from an anonymous Instagram post that more women started coming out on his treatment toward women and the overall dark nature of his sexual relationships. Of course, we have talked about before about people's preferences and consent with sexual relationships, but it has been alleged that Hammer's cruel and sadistic sexual acts were not consensual and that it would go as far as he would use his uh, tactics to bring fear and threats of cannibalism even to control the women he was sexually involved with. He is actually currently under investigation right now for the sexual assault of uh, violent rape against a partner in 2017. And he's been dropped from projects left and right. So it's interesting to see how this will play out because, again, he is one of those that people knew something was different. But because he had a prominent family and kind of already had a network, I guess, that protected him, it wasn't until recently that these things started to come out and then a conversation of whether or not he's being held accountable and what we need to do as a society to make sure that he is being held accountable.
0: Right. And then we also wanted to talk about Marilyn Manson because there have been different women who have come forward after Evan Rachel Woods named Marilyn Manson, um, also Brian Warner as the name, as her past abuser. Woods testified during a hearing to pass the Sexual Assault Survivors Bill in 2015 of her experiences of sexual abuse and domestic violence in a past relationship, and she's been an advocate for victims all over the country. Different women have come out in support of her bravery in naming her abuser with stories of their own. Many of the women actually shared their traumatic experiences at the hands of the same man, Brian Warner.
1: Right, so in 2009, during a magazine interview, Warner slash Marilyn Manson actually stated and was quoted to saying, quote, I have fantasies every day about smashing her, Evan Rachel Woods, who was his partner at the time, skull with a sledgehammer. And has since then stated that this was for his rock and roll persona. But many other past partners have stated similar things where he talked about how he wanted to murder them and how he was going to hurt and violate them and these disturbing incidents against him
0: as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Josh Whedon. Recently, Charisma Carpenter spoke out about abuse she received from Whedon on set while she was pregnant. Carpenter starred in uh, Whedon Projects, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel, and that her pregnancy did not align with Whedon's vision for the character she portrayed on the show, Cordelia. According to her, he pulled her into a closed-door meeting where he asked Carpenter if she was, quote, going to keep it. Despite the fact that Carpenter requested that Cordelia not die if she returned to Angel and everyone agreeing she was killed off sort of became this villain and then died off screen during pregnancy which is one of three female characters this happens to on Angel mm. Um, And this is by no means the first accusation leveled at Whedon, and more and more accusations are coming out from former co-workers of his. And honestly, unpacking these could be a whole episode. While Whedon has been praised in many ways for feminist or refreshing takes in genres like action or supernatural horror, there are still many problematic ideas present in his projects, which is admittedly not all on him, but some of it certainly is. And for a long time, the blame seemed to get shifted squarely onto female creators. He also got called out for the plot of the television show Dollhouse, which many said was too close to human trafficking for comfort. His take on Black Widow's character in the Avengers Age of Ultron. He left Twitter soon after that, releasing a statement, quote, every breed of feminism is attacking every other breed because God forbid they should all band together and actually fight for the cause. And then his scrapped Wonder Woman script was called out for uh, similar reasons, kind of flattening her into this sex object that could, yes, kill you, but was a sex object.
1: Right. So other actors have spoken out about his behavior, like James Marsters, who played Spike on Buffy, Ray Fisher from Justice League, and Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice, which, by the way, Carpenter released a statement in support of him uh, mm-hmm. as well. So after Carpenter released her statement, Buffy and Angel co-stars shared their support, like Boriana's Eliza Dushku, Sarah Michelle Gellar, who posted she was, quote, proud to have her name associated with Buffy Summers. I don't want to be forever associated with the name Josh Whedon. And Amber Benson, who posted, quote, Buffy was a toxic environment. It starts at the top. At All Charisma, that was her Instagram name, is speaking truth and I support her 100%. There was a lot of damage done during that time and many of us are processing it 20 plus years later. And then uh, Michelle Trachtenberg, who was 14 when she started filming Buffy, posted, quote, because this must be known as a teenager with his not appropriate behavior, very not appropriate. The last comment I'll make on this was there was a rule saying he's not allowed in a room alone with Michelle again. And uh, uh, yeah, I've seen many similar remarks as well as uh, other people backing up her claim that Mm -hmm. there was a lot of concern when it came to this actress who was 14 years old at the time and Whedon's treatment of her.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Whedon's ex-wife, Kai Cole, also wrote a piece about his behavior towards women. Uh, He was a, quote, hypocrite, preaching feminist ideals. Apparently, he wrote to her 15 years after their marriage was over, when I was running Buffy, I was surrounded by beautiful, needy, aggressive young women. It felt like I had a disease, like something from a Greek myth. Suddenly, I am a powerful producer, and the world is laid out at my feet, and I can't touch it. But he did. And then he had an affair, and that He hoped it would, quote, be enough that then we could move on and outlast it. And of course, it was not enough and more affairs followed. And started to wonder what affairs meant to him. Yeah, yeah. And then he recently left the HBO sci-fi project, The Nethers, and this is still kind of ongoing conversation. Much like
1: uh, Marilyn Manson and himself, there's no actual charges. They are being dropped from projects, but there's no justice, if you will, to any Mm -hmm. of these things. Uh, And also, I don't even want to, but we wanted to touch on the mounting allegations against New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who has experienced quite a fall from the earlier days of the Cuomo sexual days of his press conference when the lockdown first took hold to now when stories are coming out about his office pressuring nursing homes to misreport COVID deaths and multiple allegations of sexual harassment. And I think a new one came out this week even or last week as well, against him. And some Democrats are calling on him to resign, which he has been vehemently against. Even his brother, who is a news anchor, Mm -hmm. will not comment on him at all, has commented a lot about his, you know ability to lead New York, supposedly, during this time, but not about this. Yeah. And uh, reports indicate that he's asked younger staff members if they would kiss him, if they would be uh, with older men, joked about playing chip poker, asking them to his residence to help him with his notes app. Oh, He's denied <laughs> or dismissed allegations, saying it was never his intention. I love when they get to blame intention, or he didn't right. understand, or it was misinterpreted, everything mm-hmm. like that. hmm Yeah.
0: <laughs> It wasn't my intention to make you feel terrible when I like asked if I could a kiss you, and there's a picture of it. <laughs> well, speaking of, we didn't want to talk about politics, but these are some we got some good news in this yeah. one. We wanted to shout out Dr. Rachel Levine, who was recently appointed by Joe Biden to be Secretary of Health. This would make Levine the first openly transgender person to serve as a federal official and be confirmed by the U.S. Senate. Biden said, Dr. Rachel Levine will bring the steady leadership and essential expertise we need to get people through this pandemic, no matter their zip code, race, religion, sexual orientation, gender identity, or disability, and meet the public health needs of our country in this critical moment and beyond. She is a historic and deeply qualified choice to help lead our administration's health efforts. But of course, Levine faced numerous hateful attacks on her gender identity during this process, which is extremely upsetting and unfortunate. But um, this is uh, good news. We're a step up that she is in this position.
1: We're to step down because people are stupid. <laughs> uh, and then also congratulations to Secretary Holland, who was confirmed by a 51 to 40 vote on March 12th of this year, making her the first Native American woman to be appointed to this position. Whoop, whoop. Uh, and currently, New Mexico is working to replace her seat. And with two Democratic candidates, Cedillo Lopez and Melanie Stansberry are up for the special election in June, running against Republican Mark Moore. And also in New Zealand, uh, they have become the second nation to pass bereavement leave for those who've gone through a miscarriage. When the law passes, it'll allow three days of leave for them. And India has a similar law that allows for six weeks of leave for women who
0: suffered a miscarriage. So, yay. Good job, guys. Yeah. Um, And then... We did want to update you on the situation in Myanmar. Since our Monday mini, several weeks ago, I think, mm-hmm. things have gotten much, much worse. The violence has escalated. According to Reuters, at least 521 citizens have died protesting, 141 of them on a single day. There have been beatings, raids, and arrests. Um, thousands were forced to flee due to airstrikes. So that's extremely troubling. <laughs> and our thoughts are are with the right. The protesters in Myanmar,, uh, from what I gathered, I think the u s
1: has halted trade with them, yeah, as an act of um, protest to the treatment of their citizens, and there's conversations within the u n about how to intervene because these numbers are not necessarily accurate because mm-hmm. They have continued to limit access from press, uh, arresting a lot of members of the press, as well as people being killed in their sleep. They were talking, at one point, people were tweeting before their access was cut off, they were shooting inside of houses. So there's no telling what's happening and what numbers, how high these numbers are climbing.
0: Yeah. So to any listeners who are in Myanmar, we hope that you're safe. Or if anyone has any more information, we would love to hear it. We do have a little bit more for you listeners, but first we have one more quick break, forward from our sponsor. And we're back, thank you sponsor. So we actually wanted to read a piece of listener mail to wrap this one up. It's from Tanita. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. (laughs) So Tanita wrote, Hi, I wanted to tell you about some amazing women in Australia who are changing the conversation here about sexual assault and harassment. Obvious content warning. Grace Tame. She is our current Australian of the year. She was a victim of her teacher grooming and raping her when she was 15. He was allowed to tell his, quote, story, but due to outdated laws, she wasn't allowed to tell her story and she had to fight for the right to speak. Brittany Higgins, she was allegedly raped in our parliament house by a senior staff and four other women have since come forward. This has obviously raised a lot of questions as who knew what when and who swept it under the carpet. Her coming forward has instigated a lot of women coming forward. Anonymous, this lady died last year. Her friends have published allegations she was raped by a current attorney general, Christian Porter, the minister in charge of the law. Unfortunately, this will never go to court because this lady died. There are calls for him to stand down, but the prime minister will not force him to resign. And then Chanel Contest. She received 2,500 testimonials of students who have been sexually assaulted by fellow students and is opening up a conversation on consent in schools. So... Yeah, uh, and I think this, this letter came in a couple of weeks ago. So apologies if any of this is outdated. But it's great to see women speaking up. And as always, listeners, being here in the U.S., sometimes we don't get notifications about news going on in places around the world. And we want to talk about those things, too. So we always appreciate you taking the time to bring things like this to our attention. Yes, thank you. Yes, So thank you so much for writing. If you would like to write to us, you can. Our email is stephmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Mom Stuff Podcast or on Instagram at Stuff Mom Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Mom Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.